Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. East and West. You are listening to B. Mitch and Finley. Jeff's here. Landfill's here. I'd like all of us. We, we live busy lives. There's a lot going on in the world and particularly in the district. I'd like us all to take a minute. Round of applause. The Dallas Cowboys are out of the playoffs and they lost in spectacular, idiotic fashion. Hey, you know they Way to go, fellas. Like, hey. At least we made it. Well, you did, but you That's know what? Fine. It did. looked like you shouldn't have because you got a tight end who doesn't understand rules, and you got a play caller that what the hell was he thinking? What is worse, back to back, just bonehead, not locked into the moment plays by Dalton Schultz? Mm-hmm. That like as soon as he was going backwards, I was like, "Yo, the clock's not going to stop." But Warren knew exactly what happened. Yeah, he hit him and he started counting. He started, he started, hey, come on, man. The ref knew it, but the the second one, to not drag his feet. What the hell? It's just just mental weakness, man. You are not locked into that moment, period. Uh, You uh, just aren't. You have to focus, uh, and you start the game off, and and Dak with the two interceptions, and then could have had more than that early, but it, it just shows you. Dak, that, all right, so week 18 when the commanders beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Is, yo, that was like a Carson Wentzian performance. Like it was awful. Yeah. Then, then he wild, came back. Wild he, weekend, he was fantastic yeah. against Tampa. Yeah. Yesterday wasn't quite Week 18, but he was terrible. Yeah. And you're not going to win many games in the divisional round of the playoffs when you can't trust your kicker. But you yeah. sure as hell are going to win. They when basically you can't trust they the were telling the kicker to hell with you. But then he comes in and he was their best offensive uh, weapon yesterday. Can we talk about the play at the end? The play at the end, just I, I mean, Drab was trying to sit up here and make sense of it, but he's like, what are they going to do? They had 80 yards to go, 75 yards to go. I don't care what the hell they're going to do, but don't do that play. Because when you line up and you split everybody out wide, what you just did was you took a center, you took two, two tackles, two guards, who do not know what the hell they're doing in space, basically. You put your running back at center, and he almost landed on your on your quarterback's leg, and then you throw a play where 
The 49ers are an exceptional defense. You saw what everybody did? They spread out and they lined up one-on-one. You got an extra guy because normally you don't account for the quarterback. When you're, when you're going into it, it's basically 11 on 10. So with that, if that crossed the line of scrimmage and couldn't throw the ball anymore, who's worried about him going 80 yards? Dude, Dak Prescott and Mike it, McCarthy cost me a perfect divisional weekend. I'll add. I would, I would say, I would say you were silly for even for, for, for picking them when you did that. I kept telling everybody you were a damn Cowboys fan, but ultimately, definitely not. I look at this. <laughs> they get to those situations and then they do the dumbest things in the world, and it just it, it, it's 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 like you don't get in that position, and then everything that could go wrong go wrong if you are what you think you are. Damn, Landfill did go 4-0 this weekend. Landfill, uh, no, no, you had the Chiefs. So, Landfill went 3-1. B went 3-1. I went 3-1. B lost on the Chiefs. Landfill lost on the Chiefs. I and, lo- and that damn field goal. I'm like, man, Cowboys. go for the touchdown. Don't go for the field goal. I so love they that. I, lo- I was in an Uber <laughs> on my way to over-under, so I just figured I had lost the bet. And then by the time I, like, got situated and I actually got the Hold Uber- on, what did Jeff get? Jeff, uh, two and two. Jeff came in last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that crap you're talking. Jeff, How about loser. Jeff, Jeff lost both games on Saturday. Saturday <laughs> was a rough day for yeah, Jeff. Yeah, it was a rough day for him. He hung out too late Friday night. But dude, the, what's even better? That what, Jeff? Do you want to defend yourself? No, nah, I was saying it was a bad weekend for me. Even my uh, my weekend parlay didn't hit on it's Saturday. It's pretty normal weekend for you, I'd say. Um. Not only did the Cowboys lose, they lost in spectacular fashion. You got to wonder if Jerry at this point will will run McCarthy and, mm-hmm. and make a run at Sean Payton. You got to wonder. To lose like that Possibly. at the last, like with these bonehead last second decisions two years in a row, dude, you got to wonder what the hell the future is with Dak. I, I got to look at his contract, but I know he just got paid, but it's all going to be about guaranteed money on that thing. And <laughs> you know how much, you know what Dak counts for against the cap in 2023? How much? Yes, fifty-five, forty-nine million dollars. Mm. You know what? <laughs> you know what the dead money hit would be against the cap if they tried to release Dak Prescott? Probably about ninety-five, ninety million dollars. Mm. So Dak's coming back, baby. Coming off the worst season of his NFL career. Uh, a career high in interceptions, even though he missed significant time. Dak this season threw 15 picks, and I don't know if that includes the playoffs or not, but he threw 15 picks in only 12 starts. His previous career high was his second year in the NFL when he started all 16 games and only threw 13. Mm. He also, making matters much worse, he only had 23 touchdowns. Yeah, it went down. 23 it, to 15 is less than 2 to 1. They went, Whereas the year before, he had 37 touchdowns. Yeah, they went dramatically down. And I think the people, what people didn't understand, Amari Cooper leave, leaving that hurt them. Yeah. Amari Cooper is a route runner. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is a is a playmaker. He showed some he, toughness he yesterday. He showed some toughness yesterday, but he doesn't do that every week, and he's not a route runner. Okay? Yeah. Their offensive line is supposed to be fantastic. was not. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that that has to be better. He does, he throws the plate, the interception he threw on the sideline. What the hell was he looking at? Dude, the first pick, 
Yes. Th- to the left side. What was That's he a high at? school interception. Exactly. Yo, that ball has to fire. That, like, he waited. What are you waiting the for? The ball has to fire if your guy has come out of his break. But in that situation, your guy was going into his break and the other guy has settled. You don't let that ball go at all. The second one, he's the guy's double coverage. He's crossing over. You threw the ball into the first guy lap. He he batted it up, and then and the linebacker ended up picking it off. But it just, you know. And, and then you look at some of the plays. I think down the stretch, what I start looking at, I know they talking that the offensive coordinator is supposed to be this guy, the good guy. He, the, the 49ers started to pick out his stuff and knew what he knew what was going on. So Jimmy Ward, um, who kind of plays slot corner. Uh, for the Niners, really talented player, versatile defensive back. After the game, told reporters, Dak isn't good against zone. Considering teams play zone about 75, 80% of snaps, that's a problem. Zone. When someone sees zone, <laughs> they normally smile. Because when you're running zone, there you should know. should just be soft spots. Zones are just like the end of a game when they're giving you areas. So, the soft spot, you just throw the ball before they make the break. What I noticed yesterday, Dak does a lot of what first-year quarterbacks do. He waits for the guy to break, then he throws hard at the guy instead of throwing to a spot. You know, like you always say, throwing the guy open. Right. He tries to let him break and then drill it in there. That doesn't work at this level. And I don't know. And at one point, we saw him getting it done. Now it's like he's hesitant on everything. Serious question. Hmm? I, you know what? I, I'd like to check in with the chief BS officer of the program, um, Jim Andrew Mullins, the 10th, a.k.a. Landfill. Landini, what would you make of that final play call from old Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys? Kellen Moore, I have a feeling nobody wants to claim that play. Yeah, I was, uh, I was astonished. At least when you saw the whole Zeke's going to snap it and they've got the lineman out wide, uh, you thought it was going to be maybe at least something interesting, not just – a basic pass over the middle, and the guy immediately gets tackled. I mean, it was hysterical. I mean, immediately. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was uh, – uh, and, and what's crazy, you look at the stats. I know that they were in, like, a terrible spot. Like, basically anything they tried had a low chance of succeeding. Totally. But what the hell was that? Well, I mean, it was awful. And I love – was it Greenlaw or Warner? I, I don't know. I, I believe it was a linebacker. Whoever laid the hit on him. Dude, I mean, I, you, you as soon as he see, touched the ball, they were waiting on that. There was that moment of confusion for the Niners D, which is what you're trying to create if you call that silly play. You're, you're trying to create confusion. And the linebacker, I believe it was 53, um, is clearly like, oh, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And then you can just see it click in his head. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to wreck Zeke and go for the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and I, I think it. that was uh, Warner. I think it is. Hey, I, I think I think he 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 uh, lifted off for a little bit. His every his, every part of his body was off the ground at one point. <laughs> <laughs> That's trouble. That is trouble. Um, well, you know what else? I was texting with my buddy Chuck Honey last night. Um, I think you've met Chuck B. He's my boy at Kinlock. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, he was saying, he's like, you know, that the Niners model with having a young quarterback, like they're able to they're able to have all these other players, right? Maybe the commanders could follow that model. And I'm Follow what model? What the Niners do. And I, I just said, like, 
ignore Brock Purdy, right? Because they have invested a ton at quarterback in yeah. draft capital and yeah. Lance, and they were paying Jimmy for a while. The talent they have, the elite blue chip talent, all over the field. All over the field. They have five players you can legitimately argue are the best in the league at their position. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, Trent, I think you can argue Fred Warner, Debo, and Kittle. Mm-hmm. And if they're not the best, Kelsey's probably a hair above Kittle. They're top yeah. three at their position. Yeah. So anybody that wants to make this comparison to the commanders. But what they have to realize I... is Brock Purdy was put into a, a situation where all those people were there. Already, they didn't just go get all those people this year, and I think that's and they drafted and developed. And, and a bunch people of have them. to understand, like I, I said on these airways, a lot about developing talent. We haven't done a great job of that. We've had guys that we've drafted that come in and play exceptional. McLaurin, uh, you Allen. look at Allen and Payne. Uh, uh, hell, you draft, but when you draft a guy in the first round, they're supposed to be good. Right? It's not like we drafted some, some of these. Later round guys, like past what Terry was drafted, and we developed so many of them. Cam Curl was one of those guys. Dre Greenlaw you know? was a fifth rounder. I, I, but you but you just, I mean, I just think that we look at stuff and we automatically assume because, but this is the problem what I have. People don't judge Brock Purdy off his play and his experience in college. They judge him based off the way he was drafted. Brock Purdy played against Jalen Hurst in college, and they played to a 42-41 game. When, when he was at uh, right. Iowa State Iowa and State. Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma. And Oklahoma was fired, was was loaded then. The kid has a great football acumen and IQ. Then when you throw him with all these damn weapons at this level, all he has to do is be himself. The thing I love about him, he doesn't seem to be phased by none of the crap. You know what I'm saying? Even after the game, you talk, he's talking, he's like a little kid who's just like, oh, man, I'm in a great situation. And what did Kittle say? He gets the ball into the hands of his playmakers. That's all you have to do. So I don't know. We got to see if we can track down this audio. But Micah Parsons, speaking with reporters after that game, said, "This is uh, via Clarence Hill Jr. covers the Cowboys. Done it for a long time at a high level." Said a frustrated Cowboys linebacker, Micah Parsons, said the 49ers defense made more plays than Dallas did. But Parsons also added that giving up just one touchdown and get and holding Debo and McCaffrey in check should have been enough to win especially if they didn't have two interceptions. So, you're not you're not wrong, Mike. You're not wrong, but you know what? Be careful. So, McCaffrey in that game, and your boy here, little cousin came in and ran the hell out of the ball yeah, late. He, he needs to stay in bounds at the end. That was dumb. Um, <laughs> but, dude, they held the Niners under four yards rushing, under four yards per carry rushing. Um, McCaffrey, 10 for 35. Elijah Mitchell, 14 for 51. McCaffrey had that whatever he had going on his on his calf. Did you see that late in that game? Looked like a heating pack, and then he was trying to stretch it on that little stretching device. Um, listen, if you want to be really happy about shutting down Debo, you did. He had about 55 total yards in that game. He had a couple on the ground and then four catches. But Kittle just carved you up. And, yeah. and, and the Dallas defense did play well. They only gave up the one touchdown. But that touchdown drive was – a monster drive that just changed the flow of the game. And, and if you look in general, the Niners had 21 first downs and were 50% on third down. Like, you're going to win most games. They were 7 for 14 offensively on third down. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going you're gonna to win most of your games. Yeah. So, the Cowboys defense played well. 
Dak played poorly. He didn't do enough for them to win. Losing Pollard hurt them a lot, too. When Pollard gets hurt. Oh, yeah. That, that's right. Zeke. Once he got hurt, I felt like, you know what? This is over. And they were limiting him while he was not hurt. Right. So once he got hurt, I felt like they didn't have enough for that. And what, what I'm noticing is Dallas plays, they were playing this, this offense in the sense where let's go for the gusto. Like, like they were looking for the big play instead of methodically taking you down the field. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And when you look at what Shanahan was doing, he was just chipping, 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 getting down the field where they force-feed Zeke, force-feed Pollard, let's try to get the big one on the pass. How about that kicker, Brett Maher, after last week, missing all the extra points, getting the first one blocked? Yeah. And that and, and as Jimmy Johnson stated after that game, or when they went to halftime, that, that was gonna be that was gonna be missed anyway. Cause you they were on the left hash, okay? And the guy that was over the right, the left tackle, is the one who blocked the football. Imagine left hash, you're kicking the the left upright. He was already five to seven uh, feet or yards or whatever left of it. He had pulled that left. That was going. That was going to be missed left anyway. It, so when it gets blocked, you go, "Oh, it got blocked." But hey, brother, that thing was going straight left anyway. It was. Uh, I that it Dallas could have won that game, which is saying a lot. And I, it, the games for next week are, are going to be. Really interesting. Niners going to Philly. Bengals going to KC. Big home field advantages for both teams. We'll get into all of it, but it is spectacular to watch Dallas go down in that fashion. I I love it. It was so much fun. And like Dalton Schultz gets hit backwards, goes out of bounds, either doesn't know the rule or just doesn't give it his maximum effort. There's no other way there. Like, it, not to suggest he's not trying as hard as he can, but if you know the rule, then you're going to lower your shoulder and be going forward or at least sideways out of bounds. Because mm-hmm. even if he goes out sideways, they're going to stop the clock. He was he was playing the last few plays as if he was in practice. Totally, it was it's like he didn't give a damn. Like, oh, I just caught. Like the one thing that people would say about Jerry Rice when you were here by Jerry Rice in his past. Jerry would catch a ball, turn up field, and sprint 30, 40 yards. And the coaches even said in practice, like, sometimes they were like, what the hell is he doing? Because you got to wait for him to come back. But what he did, he sprinted back. So what Jerry was doing was getting himself in shape. So the defensive backs that started to realize, if I don't run with him, I'm going to look bad. So he, he made the whole team do that. But there are so many people, and I'm sure you see it when you go to practice, catch the ball. And immediately back to the huddle on a little jog. They don't turn up field at all. I just think that if you don't practice, if you don't practice what you're going to do in a game, it will come to haunt you at some point in that game. And that haunt him because two plays on one drive, he he looked like a damn uh, a rookie. Well, it, Josh Norris is our boy from Underdog. He, he just tweeted this out, and I think this is so true. But he said this is really simple analysis. But the Niners are arguably had the edge at every position group outside of quarterback. So when Purdy avoided disruption and didn't turn the football over, now he got lucky that two picks got dropped, and Dak ends it with two interceptions, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. I think that's accurate. And I think because of the incredibly stupid play at the end 
and the two Dalton Schultz brain farts. We're not paying enough attention to Dak and the Cowboys get the ball with three minutes left. And at that point, they still had their timeouts. And they're down a touchdown. That's where you go on your game-winning drive or your game-tying drive. Mm-hmm. You don't need miracles at that point. You got oh. three minutes to go down the field. Exactly. Like now, now, granted, they were deep in their own territory, but that's when you they lost that game in that drive right together. there. Totally. Yeah. They went three and out. They didn't even get a first down, and it was the same sense of they just lacked urgency in the moment, and and that's how Schultz gets hit and goes backwards and doesn't stop the clock. That's how Schultz doesn't drag his toe. That's how you call that asinine play at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was a play earlier. Than Does that. that play was that play worse than the two swinging gates? It's up there. <laughs> I, at some point today, I want to open the phone lines and ask a simple question: Who would you rather have, Kirk or Dak? Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Pittman. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Pack it up, pack it in. Yo, listen, we may... I don't know how the hell we as a people, we as a country, we as a region, we as a radio program feel about Stephen A. Smith. Uh-huh. But I do love how he clowns the Cowboys when they lose in the playoff. Yeah, but I, I'm looking at Stephen A. wearing a black Cowboy hat, a white jacket, a black shirt, and a white tie looking fresh and just mocking the Dallas Cowboys. Stephen A., he is picking up that's whatever, uh, let's see. Marketing and social media, all that stuff, one-on-one. If you have a team that seems to have a lot of people following it and you get on the other oh, side yeah. of it, there are people not only – they when they hate you, they listen to you. I told you that before. People that don't like you listen to everything you, you say. That's how he gets his, uh, his following to grow, by messing with them. They call themselves America team. And guess what? He's America's – <laughs> he's America's ass he, in their eyes, <laughs> and they're following him. You know he's what I'm America's saying? America's pest. They're following him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he's smart as hell. And I think I, as soon as they lost, I started looking on social media to see what he did, and he was ready for him. He already had a whole thing together. He just knew it was going to happen. So I got this tweet. Somebody, who's my guy? I want to credit Swinton in Fairfax. or Swinton Fairfax, whatever. I, hope, right. that, I hope that's your name. Asked me, is the Cowboys' brain-dead play call at the end of the playoff game worse than swinging gate? And my argument is, when Zorn called swinging gate, they were down 24-0 in a late-season game against the Giants in a lost year. Like, they sucked. Everybody was getting fired. So he called swinging gate. (laughs) Then he called it again, which is a, a real... For a for the a, second time calling it was the <laughs> d- dumbest thing in the world. That was that was probably the dumbest thing in the world. But it's worse. But didn't I just ask you that damn same question? Round game. Swinton, Did you? I asked you that question before we went to break. You Maybe think, two breaks, uh, a break ago. Do you think it? We've only had one break. Yeah, from a break ago. Do you think what's worse to you? 
Uh, calling the swinging gate twice. I, I don't. I call understand. It, calling it twice. Listen, I understand Just, that there was way more value and, and importance in this game that Dallas called. I'm just going to say the 49ers were better set for that and stopped it. But to call the swing gate twice in one game, that showed that he should have never been the coach. Yeah. That has to be worse. I, I mean, now, although the one yesterday, I just I thought it was very, very stupid to go out there. and You're putting all your offensive linemen and people in a position that I know you ran it in practice. But that's not what they do well, you know. You could have you could have just dropped back and hit the uh, hit your dump off if that's what you wanted to do because that's what they did. What I, they in pra- what I say about practice, Jay. I always say in practice the defense does exactly what the offense wants them to do, and the play works every time in practice. They never ever fathomed that the linebacker was going to knock the living hell out of uh, the, the center. And sit him on a, on a ride. So just that, launch him. <laughs> Dak is now avoiding Zeke from landing on his legs. That threw off the play right there. And as soon as they threw it, like when they throw it to to uh, the little kid Turpin in practice, he runs around. Soon as he touched the ball, smack. He weighs one hundred what fifty pounds. <laughs> he got smoked. He got destroyed. It was like a a fly hitting a damn windshield. It, you know what I thought. We saw in that game a lot was the importance of good special teams. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I just looked it up again. I believe the guy that smoked Zeke Elliott on that incredibly stupid play is Aziz Al Shahir. It was 51. 51? I thought so it was, it was a linebacker. And he just, I, lo- I loved his reaction so much. He's like, all right, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Bam! F it. I'm just going to wreck this dude. When, <laughs> when in doubt, just hit him. And dude, Get physical. B, I wanted to ask you this. So I got Grant and I were going back and forth last night because there was a a run play that I think it was Mitchell actually in the second half of that game, and and we saw the same thing when the Commanders went out there. The Commanders were in San Fran week sixteen, I believe, right? Because then seventeen was the Browns, eighteen was the Cowboys. So I believe it's week sixteen. You remember when Ray Ray McLeod busted that long run, and the Commanders DBs came up. Like so, when you're a DB and there's a toss or a run play to your side, your job is to crash. You come up hard, you set the edge, but you're also trying to blow that play yeah. up. Now, there was a play yesterday where the Dallas DB just wanted nothing to do with blowing the play up. He came up, and and it's the same thing the Commanders did. And they're trying to call it, oh well, I have outside contain. All you're doing when you just come up and don't do anything. You play patty cake with a with a pulling go- offensive lineman. All you're doing is creating a lane. You yeah. just like sure you're technically they, containing they, the outside. They kind of changed the rules. So they changed they the rules. They made it difficult for those guys so man. that the corners can't just come up and take out their take legs. Out the legs yeah. But this is the playoffs. Yeah, like there's got to be more you could do. Come in, than go run full up speed. And touch go their... full speed in this thigh. Right. Or full speed into his, his waist area. Right. But if you go up there and you stand up. A 300-pound guy moving is going to move you. Like, I, I remember, I mean, like, on a basic level in sixth grade playing corner and coming up, and then I stopped. And you know what the full – this is a, back in 100 years ago. He ran through There was you. a fullback. He <laughs> pummeled me. But at least there were bodies on the ground that the running back had to get out of the way. Like, I, <laughs> the, I don't know what the rules allow, but it sure seems like you got DBs making business decisions on the edge. and. I get that week 13, 
It's a divisional round of the playoffs. You have to lay that dude out. Yeah, you you have to you probably put it on the line, and I think that's the ultimate thing. And yeah. I think the rule change is it can't be the knees and below. Yeah, like hit him in you, the yeah, waist. You just like can't hit the quarterback, but you can hit him in the thigh. But like like for me, I know the rules have changed and things of that nature. But there comes a point in time where, in football, you have to do something that you don't normally do. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta you gotta lay it on the line every once in a while, and I, I've been in the situation sometimes where you know this is not gonna work out very well for me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna suck. But if I could just stop him, and what if I just don't get as as hurt or as harmed as I thought I would? You know, I'm running the ball, returning, and I know where we need to get to, and I see three people there. I can run in there like, oh, I'm going to be a little ginger with it, and they can knock me back out of it. Or I lower my shoulder pads, and I keep my head up. But I want to go in there full speed, and guess what happens? I go in full speed like when you're playing chicken. Two people coming at each other. Right. Whoever begins to doubt is going to lose. So I go in at full speed like I'm crazy. And the smaller guy, guess what he did? He hesitated. Boom, I hit him. I get the extra yards. We kick a field goal. We win the damn game. But you got to try. Now, I'm going to be honest. I had some little ringing going on for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. The old got yeah, your bell rung. Yeah, you got your bell rung. But you know what? You got that. I got extra one to two yards that we needed. And in some situations, you got that. But today, football today, I watched too many guys avoid tackles, avoid contact. I'm talking about the guy coming in to hit. Defensive back. And they'll jump over the pile. They don't want to get involved in anything. So by making people try to be careful, that's where bigger injuries come. Yeah. I, I just – it's stunning to see that in a playoff game. To me, anyway. Mm-hmm. I, it's uh, it's fun, though. My boy just texted me. Dude, I got to listen to the open of your show, and it sounds like you're – you have so much glee talking about this Cowboys loss. <laughs> he does, we as, do, as we all do. I feel like we can do four hours on Jeff that game. walked in here like he was sleepwalking, and the first thing he said, man, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> but his eyes and his face looked like, dude, I'm still asleep. But he was happy as hell. Jeff was at the Future concert last night. Um, I imagine Jeff, no chance got to bed before midnight, and I'm guessing it was about a 2 a.m. or um, <laughs> On a Sunday. That's a way to start your work week right there. I like mm-hmm. Future, though. I confirmed it by having the songs on my Spotify. The Realer and Realer song I like a lot. Um, it also was a little painful. I got multiple people texting me last night. Watching Trent Williams in another uniform going to the NFC Championship game. I mean. Hell, watching Brandon Sheff the other day playing mauling people. Like. This team's offensive line is bad, and two of the best in the league were here and were in the divisional round of the playoffs wearing other jerseys. Yeah. And the Trent thing had some extenuating circumstances that maybe was beyond Ron's control. Maybe you weren't able to fix that. Maybe. Maybe you just fix it, whatever needs to be done. The Sheriff thing is their decision-making. And yeah. man, oh man, oh but man. But even like the Trent thing, I'm not gonna, we're gonna Did you take watch breath. that Jags O line, by the way? Yeah. Yo, the best game of the weekend was the highest spread. Now, maybe that's because Mahomes gets hurt, mm-hmm. but I, I think that game was better than Cowboys but Niners. Let's get one thing straight. Chad Henney is as old as me. 
Chad Henney walks off the sideline and go 99 yards, 98 yards, touchdown. That's coaching, brother. Dude, you remember how big of a deal it was when Michigan lost to Appalachian State in the big house? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Jeff, do you remember that? Were you old enough to remember yeah, that? Yeah, he was old enough. Chad Henney was the quarterback. That was what, 10, 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Apparently, uh, Stuart Mandel covers college football for The Athletic and is a funny dude. He tweeted some Henny facts out last night. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Chad Henney was the quarterback. It was 16 years ago, B, when they lost to App State. 16. <laughs> so, Jeff, what were you? 13? 13. Little yeah. knucklehead then. I guarantee you did. Oh my God. I <laughs> Lord. Yo, the first the first game Chad Henney played in in the NFL was against Kurt Warner, who's been retired for 13 years. Damn. Yo, but my, the dude's ready to play. Absolutely. My last Henny fact. Not Rev T's Henny, Chad Henny. Um, you remember the incredible, legendary Rose Bowl between Texas and USC with Reggie Bush and Vince Young and Matt Liner and Lindale White and all those guys? Everybody remembers that game. It's an iconic yeah. game. Chad Henney faced Vince Young in the Rose Bowl the year before that Rose Bowl. <laughs> Dude is old. He's probably my age. Um, we're going to keep talking about Dallas being embarrassed on national television divisional round of the playoffs. Don't go anywhere. John Kime joins us at 11. You know why we're playing this song? Because the show started at 10.03 a.m. It's now 10.49 a.m. We've just been celebrating Dallas getting embarrassed. For what is that? 46 minutes. And it feels great. I think the celebration started way before 10.03. You know, did the Commanders fall apart down the stretch and miss the playoffs? Sure. Hey, man. Did the Giants... Did the Giants make it to the divisional round in one year with a new coach? Sure. Yeah. But who cares because Mike McCarthy called the worst play since swinging gate in a division round playoff game. And you know what Jerry you think says? Mike called that? I got maybe Kellen Moore called it. <laughs> but so, don't, have you heard from Jerry yet? Talking about Mike McCarthy's job? No. Perhaps you should. Back to your thoughts on Coach Mike McCarthy. Does a result like this change anything in your mind with him? No. No. No, not at all. And um, uh, their decision to, uh, for the, our kicker was exonerated with his uh, field goal in my mind, and uh, I'm proud for him. Uh, but uh, this is, uh, this is uh, very uh, sickening. First off, did he say the kicker was exonerated? He wasn't exonerated. That's a pretty intense I, I think, term. I think he made up for some for himself a little bit after that block. Because, see, the block makes people think they got in and they blocked and they didn't block for him well. Well, as Jerry, as Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson pointed out, just like I saw, that ball was way left and it was going to be missed any damn way. If you're getting a kick blocked inside the 40-yard line, Unless there's a bad snap or something that impacts the timing, that's generally on the kicker. The ball's too low, for the most part. But not always. All, yeah. I mean, but you when a but deep ball, kick gets blocked, that's different because you if need. It's, the, if it's low and left, it's really on the kicker. Right. Um, so my buddy plays for Dallas. I mean, not plays for Dallas. He's a big Dallas fan. He's been talking all this trash. I told him I said I'll be one and done. So he's been hitting me the whole time. That was my 
about to, I text that to him. So I, I I did want to bring something up here. Um, throughout the football season, we did we do the weekend parlay, and it's the four of us: me, B, Landfill, and Jeff, and then our boy Ahmet is in it too. Ahmet kept track of the results for the last twenty weeks. Um, so. This past weekend, B took the Chiefs. That was a loser. I took the Eagles. That was a winner. Jeff took Kansas. I don't even know what the hell. You, you took a basketball, basketball game? Basketball game because it, it was only he didn't have enough for all, all of us to do football. There, whatever. I Jeff took Kansas. That was a loss. Ahmed yeah, took, Can, Kansas was favored, and then they, they uh, lost, lost to TCU to by TC, 23. No, to Temple. <laughs> uh, it was Temple? No, TCU, it was TCU, whatever. TCU, was Temple. Yeah, they was lost TCU. by 23, though. Oh, no, that was Houston that lost to Temple. Um, Number one, right. Give me that one more time. Kansas was favored by seven and a half. Yeah, and they lost by 23. Damn. That was a bad bet right there, Good thing you didn't have a lightning on that. It was a bad game for Kansas, man. It was was a bad game for Jeff. Bad Saturday (laughs) for Jeff. All right. Um, Ahmed took the over in Bill's Bengals, which I actually bet on the opposite, and I won. Ahmed lost. Landfill had the Niners minus four. Landfill won. So Ahmed also provides us the Standings for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in first, 12, 7, and 1. Landfill right behind me, 12 and 8. I'm at 11 and 9. B Mitch at, fi- at 500, 10 and 10. Commanders. Do you, yeah, exactly. Do you want to know what Jeff's record is this year? No, don't tell us. Don't tell us. We don't even want to know. Don't don't bring him. Don't don't bring him out. No, no. He's just ain't no shame in he my game. All that trash <laughs> all year. Do you want to know? Suck. How how bad do you think it is? Bad. I say I I would say he is nowhere close to being five hundred. So all of us are five hundred or above, which is pretty good, honestly. Jeff is seven and thirteen. But that that's good for Jeff. Landfill, that's a thirty five percent winning percentage. Now, I don't know that we keep the weekend parlay going now that we only have sad. This is a sad thing to say. We could add overs and unders. So, there's only three football games left. Sure, but at some point, it's got to start being other sports. And for me, I confess this. I, I'm pretty good at betting football. I have some track records. I can show you some things. But the rest of the sports, yeah, I'm kind of just doing it for the fun of it, right? Like. Yeah. The denominations of what I will gamble on hockey gotta, and basketball. You got to bet different things now. You know, you can bet, but still football. So maybe we can keep it going. I did just want to point out that everybody involved in the weekend parlay is over five hundred, except for Jeff, who won thirty five percent of his picks. Would anything to say for yourself, Mister Walker? I don't know what it is, man. I told you I don't know how to bet football. <laughs> when I pick teams. They lose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Landville, can you isolate that when I pick yeah. teams? Yeah, please isolate that. I like that one. Uh, John Kime, ESPN, joins us next. I want to go through the commander's offensive coordinator options. The team announced today that they are conducting an interview with Eric Studesville, who is with the Dolphins assistant head coach down there, running backs coach. <laughs> Once upon a time, Eric Studesville was the running backs coach for the one and only Brian Keith Mitchell. Don't go anywhere. That's an old dude. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.